Hey, Murder With My Husband listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually actually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas. Garrett and I sometimes get super stressed trying to find the perfect thing. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom pickleball set for my pickleballer who, as you know, is obsessed with it. Now, it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleball gift mode has you covered need to find the perfect gift don't panic try gift mode on etsy now shout out to claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with some samples you guys allergies suck and it really sucks when my nose is all stuffed up i can't do anything i can't even enjoy dinner because i can't taste my food i can't work out because i feel so tired and i'm out of it and just forget getting ahead on recording the show because i sound so stuffy but luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies we can live claritin clear with claritin d designed for serious allergy sufferers claritin d has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've honestly been using Claritin D for my allergies forever and it's always been my go-to. I know when spring hits, I won't have to worry about my eyes watering like crazy and my nose running like a faucet. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Garrett really can't help but dance to our intro song every time it plays. <laughs> I love that song. Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Murder With My Husband. Another day, another podcast, huh babe? Yeah, these are actually, they're actually pretty fun. I'm yeah. starting to enjoy these a little bit. I like doing them, but yeah, I, mean, I like murder, so. <laughs> that's true. No, but I like doing them with you, so it's made it fun. Well... I have a very, very interesting story for us today. We will see. I think this is kind of like what your fear is when you talk about me maybe being crazy because the fact that I like true crime kind of scares you a little bit. I think this woman is what you are imp- you are picturing. Okay, that makes me feel great. <laughs> okay, do you <laughs> want to just jump right into it? Yeah, we'll see if I make it out of this alive or not. <laughs> okay, so I am telling you... The story of Catherine Mary Knight. And I know that this story isn't as well known as the last two stories that we've done. Yeah. So this might be new to some of our listeners. Um, okay. So first off, I got most of my information from Murderpedia. Do you know what that is? No. Is, 
it's like Wikipedia, but Murderpedia. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like Wikipedia, but only for murders. Of course, there's a Murderpedia. It's so cool. That's And funny. you can also donate to Murderpedia. If you just oh. go to Murderpedia, you can donate. And um, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you've got the money to donate. That's actually super cool that there's yeah. a Murderpedia. Yeah. Okay. You can kind of donate to them so they can do research and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so really that's the only place I got my um, information for. It's a good website. Okay, so Catherine Mary Knight. Um, Catherine was the first Australian woman to be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. She is one wow. of the most infamous women murderers in Australia. Wow. And Australia's justice system is a little bit different than ours, so you'll kind of see that through the story. But, yeah, it's a big, big deal that they sent anyone, let yeah. alone a woman, to life in prison without parole. She's a celebrity. Yeah. Um, she was convicted of the murder of her partner, John Charles Thomas Price, in October 2001. So this is pretty recent. I mean, we're in the 2000s. So that's actually pretty crazy that it took until 2001 to... Mm-hmm someone in prison for life yeah without parole yeah in australia in australia yeah, yeah. interesting okay. um and she is currently to this day still detained in the silver water women correctional center in australia okay okay so back to the beginning as usual Catherine mary knight was born october 24th 1955 in tenterfield new south wales which i don't know my geography well very well but somewhere in australia Catherine was born out of an affair that her mother had had, and she was a twin. So her mom was having an affair, and she was the baby of the affair. I'm just going to say, once again, all these seem <laughs> to start seems with affairs. There to be a pattern. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Catherine's dad, and I don't know if this is affair dad or real dad, but whichever one. Catherine's dad was an alcoholic who used violence and intimidation to rape her mom. So... That being said, her mom would then in turn complain to the girls, Catherine and her sisters, um, about how their dad was raping her and that she hated sex and she hated men. So from a young age, Catherine had a very I- bad idea about men yeah, and sex. A and very skewed relationship. Yeah. yeah. Catherine claims that she was repeatedly sexually abused by members of her family until she was 11. Wow. But she does say that her dad never abused her. It was just other members of her family. In high school, Catherine was known as a bully and was said to experience uncontrollable rage in response to small things. So the tiniest things, like someone saying something so little, would put her into this fit of rage in high school. But when she wasn't in her, like, raginess, she was actually a model student and got awards for being, like, a good student. But it was just these random, like, fits. That's kind of weird. That she would have, yeah. But she was got good grades. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, she left school at 15, so she drops out. And gains employment as, as a cutter in a clothing factory. And I think this is kind of what begins her obsession with knives. Oh, no. Because she was given, like, a set of butcher knives because she cuts clothing. Um, and she goes home and hangs the knives above her bed. Keep in mind, she's 15. She hangs these knives above her bed. And, like, when asked why are you doing that, she says, they'll just always be handy if I need them. Oh, my gosh. She's like, uh, what's his name? Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
then from there on, everyone in her life says that until the day she was put in prison, she hung knives above her bed. Like it was a, it was a decor piece for her. So freaky. Yeah. So Catherine meets David Kellett at work in 1973. He was a drunk and she completely dominated him because of it. Like he was just a drunk, didn't have his life together. And she was like, wore the pants in the relationship. <laughs> um, she was known to like fight for David. Like if someone made David upset, she would go and get in a physical altercation with them. She was always standing up for him. So like the roles were kind of reversed for her in this relationship. They get married just a year later in 1974 And at the wedding, Catherine's mom goes up to David and says, hey, I'm just warning you, if you make Catherine too mad, she's going to kill you. Oh, my god! Like, she is evil. So I wonder if she's tried to, like, confront her mom or kill her mom then, because that's weird that the mom would say that. I think she just had these, like, fits of rage and would just... Do you think he knew that? Yeah, but I mean... No, I was saying, do you think he knew that she was obsessed with scissors? Knives, knives. Yes, she had them hanging above her bed, but she also like worked with knives. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's like, yeah, kind of saying like, oh, a little weird, but yeah, it's okay. I think David is aware that she's violent, but he loves her. But it's an abusive relationship, like from the way it's described. I know that normally the roles are reversed, but she is completely manipulating and abusing him, Hmm. using his addiction. Yeah. You know, to control him. Yeah. So, um, Catherine tries to strangle David on their wedding night. So no it didn't last very way. long. <laughs> Are you sure that she was trying to strangle him and it wasn't just a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> she says the reason for trying to strangle him is because he fell asleep after only having intercourse with her three times. And it was their wedding night. Oh, man. So how could he not do it more than three times? Come on, David. What are you doing, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Figure it out. (laughs) So, yeah, babe, just so you know. That's so, that's, uh, that's freaky. Four times or here comes my hands. Yeah, seriously. So the marriage is obviously very violent. Um, One famous story from their marriage is that while heavily pregnant, Catherine burns all of David's clothes and hits him across the back of the head with a frying pan, kind of like on Tangled, because <laughs> he came home late from a dart game that he had made the finals in. So, like, he went to the dart game, said, I'm going to be home, but then actually, like, does good and makes it to the finals, so it goes longer than planned. And so when he comes home, all of his clothes are burnt, and she's waiting there with the frying pan. Oh, my gosh. We're not even 15 minutes into the story, <laughs> and she's already sounds nuts. I know. In fear for his life after that, David flees to the neighbor's house and was later treated at the hospital for a badly fractured skull. Like, she broke his bone. Oh, my gosh. Um, but Catherine talks to, talks to David and is like, I'm so sorry, and talks him into not pressing charges. So, so she, she really does. is super manipulative then. Uh-huh. She. Yeah. I think she's just, like, crazy. Like, she, she's manipulative. She's angry. Like yeah. So, David ends up leaving Catherine for another woman later on in their marriage. I mean, it wasn't a good marriage to begin with. And Catherine, like, goes crazy. Oh, yeah. And this is her first marriage. If I was David, I would have moved. Yeah. 2,000 miles away. Yeah. So, Catherine goes crazy. 
And one day she's walking her brand new infant baby that she's just had and and David is gone and she's walking him down the road in like the town and she's like violently like like steering the stroller that the baby is in like side to side and like going crazy in front of everyone in the town. What? I can just pe- picture people looking at her like yeah. she's So she's like like just crazy. And oh so God. then they take her in, you know, and she gets um diagnosed with postpartum depression, which is a very real thing. And I do know that sometimes postpartum postpartum depression does come along with like violent thoughts or actions. Uh-huh. Um, but she was violent before postpartum depression. Yeah. So I, I think that she, it probably just accelerated her issues. Um, I'm surprised that her mom knowing how crazy she is never try to, I don't know, take her in somewhere or, or do something to help her. I know, but I think the mom, it seemed like her home life was a little hard. Yeah. So maybe the mom wasn't as... Attentive to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, she did tell her husband that, or she did tell her (laughs) son-in-law that she was going to kill him. So, but the way she said it, actually, like I read the way she said it and she was like, also kind of crazy. Like she Uh, was like, you better get your effing crap together because I'm telling you if she, if you make her mad enough, she's going to effing kill you. Wow. Like stuff like hey, that. Nice voice, babe. <laughs> Where'd that come from? So like it was, it kind of sent like, it wasn't like a warning with love. It was yeah. like a warning with, I don't really like my daughter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Hola. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. So a lot of people don't know that Garrett is actually fluent in Spanish, so I feel like I wanted to keep up my game and my goal is to be able to have a conversation with Garrett fully in Spanish by the end of the year and I feel like I probably will hit that. Plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. This is the hard part for me. Here's a special limited time deal for you guys right now. Get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription but only for you guys at babbel.com slash husband. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash husband spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash husband. Rules and restrictions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So like we all have stuff that stresses us out, right? Whether it's big or small, it can really get to us if we keep it all inside. And therapy is a safe space to just let it all out and figure out how to deal with the stuff that's weighing us down. And I am such a huge advocate for therapy. It truly has changed my life for the better. I could go on and on. I feel like I have the tools now to handle panic attacks or just major stressors in life and also a safe space to say whatever I need to say to an unbiased party. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com husband today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot husband. All right, you guys, Audible is your one-stop app for all things audio entertainment, from bestsellers and the latest releases to celebrity memoirs and gripping mysteries. Audible's library is brimming with countless genres to love and new discoveries to make. Dive into an unparalleled selection of audiobooks and explore exclusive Audible originals brought to life by top celebrities, renowned experts, and fresh voices. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Plus, you can enjoy unlimited access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts such as Murder With My Husband. Honestly, I love Audible because I will get into a story while I'm cleaning or driving. Sometimes I get so hooked listening to a story, I just end up finding new places to clean or just end up sitting in my car, which drives Garrett nuts, but I'm out there sitting there. New members can explore Audible free for 30 days. Also this March through May, the Audible sweep you into a realm of intrigue and suspense with their mystery and thriller collection, featuring exclusive new thrillers from their best-selling authors. Their selection is designed to captivate and surprise ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. So after she pushes the baby down the stroller and everything, she gets admitted to the hospital and then she gets out quickly and when she gets out, she grabs her two-month-old baby that she just drove wackily down the street in a stroller. Yeah. Um, she grabs the two-month-old two baby and sets it on some local train tracks and leaves her there. What? She then storms to town with an axe and starts threatening to kill oh people. Oh, my gosh. This is like a movie. Yeah. This is not real. <laughs> this cannot be real. So someone who works at like for the train station or whatever finds the baby three minutes before the train was due to cross there. So saved this baby three minutes. Because, I mean, I mean, the baby can't. It's two months old. She's nuts. And it was, wait, so why'd she grab the axe? She just was threatening to kill people. Oh, my gosh. Um, They rescued the baby, whatever, and Catherine is arrested um, and admitted back to the hospital, but she checks herself out the next day. Okay, so let me, this, let me just recap this. So she took her baby, put her baby on the train tracks. Yeah. Then went and grabbed an axe and yeah. threatened to kill some people. Yeah, just... Doesn't matter who mm. she was threatening to kill. Nah, she's not crazy. And this is where I'm like, come on, police. Like, yeah, seriously. The second incident, this was only a day after she had just done that with her baby in the stroller. It's hard. I think there really is just a lot of crazy people, though. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, it's obviously mental illness. This woman yes. is not uh-huh. stable. And so it's like if we could get her the help she needs. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know if you can, like, man- mandate that you go to a mental hospital and actually get the help. Mm-hmm. And also mental hospitals, you know, I don't know if they're also the best thing for these people that need help. You know, sometimes they don't help. Yeah. So. Okay. So this woman's running around violently with an ax yep. and <laughs> what happens next? So just a few days later, and keep in mind, this is all happening because David left her. So it just like snapped her. A few days later, Catherine slashes the face of a woman with one of her knives and demands that the woman drives her to find David. One of her handy knives. Yeah. The woman escapes when they get to a service station, so a gas station. 
But by the time the police arrive, so like she escapes, she calls the police and the police go to the gas station. Catherine has taken a little boy at the gas station hostage. Police then attack her with brooms. And no, they did not give me any clarification of what that means. They attacked her with brooms. Brooms. Like Harry Potter. I don't know. Like, do police in Australia not have tasers or guns or batons? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not back in 19... I mean, probably... 80 now? Yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah, maybe. No, probably still like late 70s. So they're just full-on hogwarting this and attacking them with (laughs) with birds. I don't know. Like, I don't know what... Like, they didn't have any other weapons. I don't know. I don't know how it got there. It had to have gotten there somehow, but... Okay. Whatever they did, it worked. And they get her admitted to a psychiatric hospital. She told the police later that she had planned on killing the mechanic at that service station because he had worked on David's car, which in turn made it possible for David to leave her. Huh. So that was her thinking was, I'm going to get this girl to take me to this gas station and then I'm going to kill the mechanic at the gas station because he worked on David's car and David used his car to leave me. Man, so she... She's just going crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. she wants to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So David leaves his girlfriend after hearing about it and moves back to his mom's house and gets Catherine released back to his mom's house. So he's like, my wife is going crazy. I need to get home. He goes to his parents' house, gets Catherine, brings her back there to try to take care of her. Wow. Yeah. So they have another daughter during this time. But then after that, Catherine decides to leave David this time, and she moves. What a mess. Um, but she got an injury at work, apparently, and so she gets, like, a housing commission. So that's honestly why she's able to move is because, like, the Australian government is paying for her to live somewhere. So she moves out, and that's taken care of. And she's, I mean, I'm assuming taking care of her kids because she has children. In 1986... Catherine meets David Saunders. So a brand new David. So her ex-husband's name was David, but she meets a brand new David. He moves in with her and her daughters. Um, They have a rocky relationship from the start where he's constantly moving in and out and in and out. And in June of 1988, she gives birth to a daughter with the new David. They buy a house together. So it seems like they're actually like kind of working. I mean, I'm sure there's been violence, but not enough that it was on police reports. I just think it's crazy that she already tried to kill one of her kids and now. Yeah. That her kids are still with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they buy a house together and Catherine, being the perfect housewife she is, decorates the house. (laughs) She uses animal skins, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, and pitchforks. Every inch of the house is covered, including the ceilings. Just with random crap. Just everywhere. Just with everything I just named. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. After an argument where Catherine hits David, new David, in the face with an iron, like an iron, like like getting wrinkles out of clothes Uh iron, um, and stabs him in the stomach with a pair of scissors, he decides, okay, I'm going to move out. Oh, good job, David. I'm glad you finally made that decision. Well, but I mean, I think about it in like domestic abuse. Like I know we see domestic abuse as a man doing it to a woman, but this is, this is domestic abuse. A woman controlling a man, oh, yeah. overpowering a man. This is domestic abuse. Yeah. When David comes back for his things a couple days later, he finds that all of his clothes had been cut up. And so at this point he decides I'm going to go into hiding. So he goes into hiding and Catherine tries to search for him and she can't find him. 
He finally returns to see his daughter because he's like, okay, well, I do have a daughter that's living there. He finds out, though, that Catherine has gone to the police after he went into hiding and got an AVO against him, which is the same thing in Australia as like a, a restraining order is here, which is like the police already know her record. So I'm, I'm just confused of how she was able to get a restraining order on someone. I mean, it sounds like they aren't doing much at all. She tried to kill her baby. She slashed a woman. She yeah. stabbed David. So yeah. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. When I was reading this story, <laughs> I was just like. Like a movie. It's yeah. Just wild. Yeah. Like it doesn't. And I'm like, also, how is this not more well known? Like this, this hits every point of a story we want to hear. Like, I'm like, she's crazy. Can you imagine this happening now? It would be the talk of yeah. the news for the next yeah. three months. Yeah, I know. So in 1990, Catherine becomes pregnant again, this time by a former co-worker named John Chillingworth. So this we're on to our third. Third man. Third man with a baby. Okay. Um, their relationship actually surprisingly lasts three years, but she leaves him for a man, another John, but this time John Price um, who she's been having an affair with. So wow. she's dating John Chillingworth, leaves him for John Price. John Price was the father of three children when Catherine started dating him. Price was aware of Catherine's violent reputation when she moved into his house with two of his children after the divorce between him and his wife. I understand how you could do that. The children actually liked her, and he was making a lot of money in local mines, and so their relationship seemed to be working. Huh. I mean, if the children likes you and you're actually doing financially well, that does take a burden off. Uh-huh. So their relationship seems to be good. In 1988, Price and Catherine get in a fight because Price decides that he's not going to marry her. And so yeah. Catherine gets super mad, and so she goes through the house and videotapes items that Price had stolen from his work and sent the tapes to his boss. Gosh. So Price obviously gets fired from his job after 17 years of working there. And he kicks her out of the house. Yeah, I don't blame It him. did say that these items weren't like, okay, not that stealing is good, but they were like items that the company was going to throw away, so he just took them. Oh. So it wasn't like. He was thing like some gold mm -hmm. painting or I don't he know. He was whatever. just taking things that the company like wasn't going to be using anymore. Okay. But I mean. He still got fired for she's it. She's super manipulative. Yeah, like you said, she needs to wear the pants. Like mm -hmm. she needs to be in control. Yeah. Um, a few months later, Price decides that he wants to start dating her again. So he continue he restarts the relationship. At this point, the fighting becomes worse and he loses all of his friends because of it, because his friends are like, um, dude, she's crazy. And yep. he won't break up with her. And so all of his friends stop coming around, obviously. In 2000, Catherine stabs Price in the chest. And so he kicks her out of the house again. And he takes a restraining order out on her. He tells his coworkers that if he doesn't come to work the next day, it's going to be because Catherine has killed him. So all of his coworkers are like, well, dude, then like, don't go home. I, I can't believe she's stabbing all these people. And getting away with and it. And getting away with it. And I can't believe she's stabbing all these people and no one's tried to... Like, stab her back. Yeah. Like. I think it's because it's domestic abuse. Most of the time, people don't fight back. Just kind of brainwashed. Yeah. You're just mm -hmm. so manipulated. I love her, you know. Yeah. She just has control over him. 
So his coworkers are like, well, dude, don't go home. And he's like, yeah, but my kids are there, you know? Yeah. And so he does go home. And he finds Catherine had sent the kids away for a sleepover at, like, the neighbor's house that night. Um, but Catherine isn't home. So he just goes home. He's like, okay, I guess they're at a sleepover and goes to sleep. So Catherine arrives home later that night um, while Price is sleeping. She watches some TV, and then she jumps in the shower. And then after she gets out of the shower, she wakes Price up. Um, They have sex, and then he goes back to bed. Keep in mind, she just stabbed him. And he has a restraining order on her as well. So so the next day, Price doesn't arrive at work. And he had told his he told his employer or he had told his coworkers if I don't come it's because she killed me, so his employer sends one of his coworkers to his house to see what's wrong. The coworker is met by a concerned neighbor who is worried because Price's car is still in the driveway and he normally leaves to work at a certain time. So she was like, "Why hadn't he left yet?" And I'm sure everyone there knew that their yeah. relationship was violent. So the coworker and the neighbor try knocking on the bedroom window, but then they notice blood on the front door, and so they decide to call the police. At 8 a.m., the police arrive, and they break down the back door of the house. They find Price's body in the hallway, and Catherine is in a comatose state from taking a large number of pills. So she's alive, but she's in a coma. She tried to kill him and then tried to commit suicide. Yeah. The crime scene looked to the police like Catherine had stabbed Price with a butcher knife while he was sleeping. So it's not like they got in a fight and she did it. It was like they had sex, he fell back asleep, and she stabbed him while he was sleeping. It's just like a power thing. Yeah. She's like, ooh, we're going to have sex, and then I'm going to kill you. When we started podcasting, an online store was honestly the furthest thing from our minds. But now we're selling Murder With My Husband merch, and it's so easy because we use Shopify. And we really do. We use Shopify to sell our merch. I've been using Shopify for years, so it is absolutely amazing, easy to use, so intuitive. I love it. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. And it's great because they grow with you. So whether you're just launching your shop or you've just hit a million orders, they are there every step of the way. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. We've actually tried a couple other platforms before we started using Shopify to sell our merch and Shopify is just the best. Um, I've been using it for years, like I've said, and I just love having control over it and being able to do what I want. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is a global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com husband. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com husband now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com husband. Okay, you guys, the weather's getting warmer, so it's time to put away the jackets and sweaters and bring out the shorts and the tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe, not just for the season, but for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. And I'm gonna be honest, one of the outfits I'm wearing to our live show is from Quince. That's what I'm talking about. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30 washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, 
all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They actually partner directly with top factories. So Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman um, and passes the savings on to you. So like I said, I just bought one of their silk skirts for the live show and I'm so excited. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash husband for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash husband to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash husband. Once you try Bombas, you'll never look at socks the same way again. They've obsessed over details like foot-hugging honeycomb arch support, anti-blister tabs, and cushion footbeds that feel like pillows for your feet. And let's not forget their super soft tees and tagless underwear. Bombas has a one purchased equals one donated mission. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you also donate essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. Today, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. Bombas also offers a 100% happiness guarantee. So whether your socks disappear in the dryer or they become a snack for your dog, they will actually do anything possible to replace it or make it right. They've also got this new Merino wool blend socks that naturally wick moisture and help regulate temperatures perfect for that rainy or unpredictable spring weather. You guys, I love Bombas. I literally wear them all the time. I love that every purchase means a donation to someone in need. And it's not just their socks either. I also love their tees and underwear they're so soft they pay attention to details i just really really love bombas get comfy this spring and give back with bombas head over to bombas.com husband and use code husband for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com husband and use code husband at checkout so after he gets stabbed he obviously wakes up to the stabbing yeah. and he tries to turn the light on and run out of the room but Catherine chases him through the house and he manages to actually open the front door and get outside. But he either stumbled or was dragged back into the house. He doesn't, he gets pulled back into the house wow. and then he bleeds out. Oh my gosh, so that's why so there was crazy. blood on the front door because he had gotten outside. It's like a total movie scene. Mm -hmm. was... Yeah. Um, the police discover that after all that happened, Catherine just drives into town and withdraws a thousand dollars from Price's ATM account. So she killed him. He's sitting bleeding out in the hallway and she goes into town and takes money out of his bank account. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Price's autopsy revealed that he was stabbed at least 37 times. Oh my. I always wonder like when someone stabs someone that many times, it's just pure rage. Anger. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Pure rage. It's, they've actually said it's like, um, stabbing is a way more intimate way to kill someone than shooting someone because you actually like have to like feel the knife go in yeah. and feel the knife come out. So to do it 37 times and it's, it's hard. And it, they also said that these stabs went like deep into his body. Like she was putting the knife all the way in and all the way back out 37 times. Yeah. Cause I'm sure after 10 of them, he wasn't, no. he wasn't moving anymore. No. So she was just so mad. Yeah. For, and it's not like they were That's in a fight. Crazy. It's yeah. not like they were. He, he she was, did this while he was sleeping. He was sleeping. Several hours after he dies. So Catherine's still in the house. He's died. Catherine skins him. So can you imagine the body that the police found? Like I said that they came in and Price was on the floor. But this guy has been stabbed 37 times. No way. You He's skinned. And she hung the skin from a meat hook that was in the house. So oh. she like, she, she basically is a butcher, right? Like she 
her first ever job was like at a butcher factory and then she moved to a clothing factory. So she like is aware of how to do this and she just does it to the body. Oh, that is disgusting. That is insane. She then decapitates him. So not only did the police come in on a body that is skinned, stabbed 37 times, he's also missing a head. That's the body they found. This is... I'm speechless. I know. So she decapitates him and cooks part of his body. She... (laughs) She plates the body, the meat, with a baked potato, pumpkin, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy. So it's the middle of the night. It's the middle of the night. She's gone to town. She's gotten the $1,000. She comes back home. She looks at the body and goes, "Mm, yeah, it's about time. Skins it, hangs it up, decapitates him, cuts off parts of his body, cooks it, cooks potatoes, pumpkin, zucchini. It's probably, what, 3, 4 a.m., and makes a full dinner. How is this lady, how was she not in jail before this? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. That's what I'm saying. This is insane. So she sets the plates into two settings at the dinner table with notes by each of the plate that were addressed to Price's kids. So she was planning on having the kids come home from the sleepover and eat, and her eat husband's, their dad. Oh my. That's that's so disturbing. But before that could happen, she took overdosed on pills. Oh. Um, so they didn't ever end up eating him. Don't oh, worry. Good, yeah. Um Price's head when the police walked in, you know, they're like, okay, well, this guy's decapitated. Where's his head? Was found cooking, literally cooking, um, in a pot on the stove. She was just cooking his head. That is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. After this, sometime later, Catherine arranges the body. So, so she does all this, right? She, like, makes this whole fancy dinner and everything. Then she goes back to the body and takes what's left of the body and kind of, like, like poses it and drapes the body over a 1.25 liter of soft drink, like a bottle. Yeah. And then like kind of crosses his legs and like poses him. And she did it to like embarrass him. So everything she had done wasn't even enough. She like did it to then make it seem like after he, and I, and killers do this. Like if killers are showing remorse, most of the time you'll find a body covered up or like in, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if killers are trying to prove a point, they'll pose a body in like a praying position or, you know, like you see this serial killer, sometimes it's their MO, it's the just, way the body is posed. Like they love the, and that's what she did. It's just all power to uh-huh. her. Everything has to do with. Yeah. She puts a note on top of his head that said, and I'm going to tell you how it's spelled because it's. Oh, I just, I can't believe this is real. My mind is blown right now. So it says, time got you back, Jonathan. For rapping, meaning raping, my daughter, meaning daughter, you two Beck, which is Price's daughter, for Ross, for little John, which is his son, now play with little John's dick, John Price. What? I'm- Doesn't make sense. Literally, literally where it just shows where her head was at it the, it's completely spelled wrong and the note doesn't even make sense she, it's not even a sentence she's got her own world inside mm-hmm. her head she's just living in a different Which, world so Catherine pleads not guilty to the crimes at first she's like i didn't do that but then after talking to her lawyers they decide to change her plea to guilty um and at the sentence hearing Catherine's lawyers go up before and ask if she can be excused from the room just to avoid hearing some of the facts about the case so it's almost like 
she didn't know what she had done because the lawyers go to the judge and say, hey, we just we need her to be excused from the room while while we talk about the case. Or maybe they were afraid she was going to go nuts. Well, so the judge says, no, no way. She committed this crime. She's going to sit here and listen to it while Mm -hmm. we sentence her. And when a doctor takes the stand to testify about what had happened to the body, the skinning, the the decapitation, Catherine becomes hysterical and has to be sedated. So she does freak out. Was she freaking out because... Like, like crying, freaking out, or like going, like, you know what I I think going crazy, because they had to sedate her, which means they yeah. put medicine in her. She's flowing all over the mm-hmm. place, and, okay. Yeah. And so it's kind of weird, because her lawyers, like, almost knew. Yeah. So I wonder if they had talked about it beforehand, and she had done that and She started beforehand. going crazy, yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, they probably knew she was crazy after talking to her oh, for yeah. five minutes. I mean, they convinced her to change her plea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she was sentenced at that hearing. She's sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole, becoming the first Australian woman to do that. And she's ordered to never be released. Um, she's tried to appeal many times, but has been denied. And that's the story of Catherine Mary Knight. That makes sense right away why she was the first person to be. And also I think looking at the signs just like me and you were doing every common person is going to go why wasn't she already in Mm -hmm. prison and so to make up for it they put her life they put her life in prison yeah i mean she stabbed people she tried to kill her kids i don't understand why she wasn't in prison already i know so here's so this is where we get to something that me and you have talked about before and something Mm -hmm. that i have um you know come to the conclusion of after listening to so many cases is how can you even be on a human spectrum of mind and do what she did? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how deep we want to get into that, right? No, I'm just saying in general, like, I know what you're saying. I mean, she obviously was not mentally stable. I'm not not saying she belongs in the public. Um, She doesn't belong in the public. And I'm I. But I'm just saying, it's not like you, we're not holding her to the same standard as as if you killed me, you know? She's just, she's the definition of crazy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we run into with this case is like, there was no mental stability for a long time. Uh And so, I mean, the issue, the issue, meaning her should have been taken care of a lot sooner than this, but it wasn't. And... I was going to ask you if you thought, or uh, we were going to talk about, I was going to ask you if, you if you thought she was guilty, but I think that one's out of the question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously she's guilty. Yeah. It's just, you know, to the point of where was she mentally? Because, I mean, they do in America, uh-huh. they do have like the, where you can not be held completely liable for a crime because of your mental stability. And so... But I don't I, know if they have that in Australia. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. It's hard because I still think she should be in prison for life. I mean, I don't think she should be in the public. Or like you said, in the public. She should yeah. be somewhere contained I completely agree. for the rest of her life. But it's to the, you know, it's like. She's she's crazy. Yeah. I've said that a lot, but she, yeah. this, she really is. And prison, I'm speaking for the United States of America. I'm not speaking for Australia. Uh-huh. Prison is about reform. That's what they call it. Yeah. They yeah. call it prison reform. Is it though? You know? Is it though? <laughs> I mean. That's another question. I mean, 
go throw back to our case last week, people did not want to send him to prison, Scott Peterson to prison, yeah. for reform. They wanted to send him there for punishment. Yeah. Which it is. I mean, it is a, it is a form of punishment, though. Yeah, and so then I do believe that people should be held, you know, liable for their Accountable, crimes. Accountable, 100%. But at the same time, I think that people like Catherine need help. Yeah, it's hard. I think... And I think that's where maybe our minds differ as far yeah. as why you like murder so much. Because mm-hmm. you like, well, she needs help. Well, she needs this. And I think my first thought is this lady is nuts and needs to go to prison yeah. for the rest of her life. And, and don't don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from the fact that she murdered someone and yes. that John Price's life mattered. Of course. And that his kids mattered. And that everyone she hurt in her lifetime mattered. Uh-huh. And that she needs to be held reliable for that. Yeah, you're just digging deeper into it and trying yeah, to figure yeah. some things out. I'm just trying to go to a part of me has a hard time judging when clearly, clearly she was not, she okay. was not mentally stable. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a good one. Um, it's a quick one. I mean, this is a lesser known murder, so there's not going to be a whole bunch of information on this it. Is, this one was just straight out of a movie. It I know. It was just like, I don't know, from the baby on the train tracks to running around with an axe to cooking somebody's head like she was a monster oh yeah oh yeah but not a sane monster yeah <laughs> you know like you know uh, this, i don't know that was a crazy one i'm sure they're not all this crazy no um, i mean some i mean these murders were um uncalled for they were unreasonable mm-hmm. it didn't really make sense whereas like there are murders out there that it's like, this was the reason why. Yeah. Whereas we couldn't really give a reason why in this one other than that she was mentally unstable. This one was just straight to the extremes. Yeah. It was totally extreme. And I just wish that there was a way that we could see the signs beforehand. I mean, I feel like you kind of did, right? With Yeah, but it's like, doing. then she shouldn't have been still with children. Yeah, no. And she shouldn't have been I agree. in the public. You know, after you've put a child on a train track and left him there to die, after you've stabbed how many people, <laughs> at what point is it like we just, you know, okay, that's it. Like, that was your last straw. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a hard one. It's uh, so hard. And I'm just spewing opinions here. No, like, uh-huh. I don't know what is right and what is wrong. Uh-huh. I would be interested to hear from our listeners yeah. kind of their opinion on it because there really is no right or wrong answer, in my opinion. Like, I can see both sides clearly. Uh-huh. So to kind of tell us how you feel about this whole situation and what we've talked about with Catherine. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, no. I This is a good one. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of still a little speechless. Just I know. At the end with the whole baking the head and you're gonna feed it to the kids that just, oh, just i left out like okay this is gonna tell you how bad this story was there were some things that like for me to read it's kind of okay but for me to say out loud i wasn't comfortable saying okay and so i left some details out I in could. that way so if you're listening and want to know those details just go look her up literally google her name murderpedia will be the first thing to pop up and read the story <laughs> or i don't know there's gonna be plenty of other sources out there on this story so read I mean, the web is a murder person's dream. Seriously, that and Reddit. Yeah, right? Yeah, go to Reddit. (laughs) I love Reddit because it has, like, kind of conspiracy theories when it comes to murder, which is, like, 
there's not really that much proof on it, but it's like, look, put two and two together and this is what you get. And I like yeah. love those type things. And we're trying to tell, or I'm not telling, I'm listening, but my wife, we're, we're trying to like tell these stories and still be, I guess, relaxed about it and yeah. funny and not be too serious. Yeah. So let us know if there's anything you want us to change or more mm-hmm. details or whatever yeah. it may be. And keep in mind, we're not experts on anything that we talk about. And so this is just straight our opinion. You don't yeah. have to agree with us. We don't even let us know if you don't agree with us. Like we're completely open to other opinions on the things that we talk about. We're, so Yeah, we're just talking. We're just mm-hmm. we're just talking this out. Yeah. So Okay, well. Oh, we didn't do any of our <sighs> Man. Well hit the hit the button real quick. Which one do we want to do? Well she went to jail, so <laughs> 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 Oh, man. I know when I get so into the story, I, know, I don't I've, even think about it. I kind of forgot this time. This time is, we're still learning. We're still trying to figure out exactly yeah. how we want to do this. So it's yeah, it's new for us. Yeah. Okay. Well, follow us on all of our social medias. Again, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Murder With My Husband, Murder WM Husband on Twitter. And yeah, follow us. Let us know what you thought. I think we're going to try to start posting these every Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah. We might do more right now just because we're kind of on a roll. And, <laughs> and so, we're kind of in quarantine. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah. Let us know. And, um, well, Catherine Mary Knight, I love it. <laughs> and I hate it. Goodbye. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big-